Hi, Ron here and welcome. We love that you've come to join us here and listen to a lot of our episodes. Please help us continue with this by supporting us through either joining the Barack Center at thebarackcenter.com or joining us at the Fringe Church at thefringechurch.com and sharing and donating through those sources. And once again, thank you for joining us today. Good morning and welcome to Devotions. We start the new series in Romans this morning. Now, what we're going to do with this, it'll be on Facebook as usual. However, we have some friends who are unable to um, to get to Facebook for various reasons. So we will also use um, a Barack Center um, um, YouTube channel and we'll post everything up there as well so that those who, who can't join us on Facebook can get there. We'll also um, repost this or what do you call it, share it across to the fringe um, each day as well. So this morning, simply some introduction to the book of Romans and a look at some of the material in chapter 15, which is fascinating in terms of why it was written and what Paul was hoping for. So Romans has been described as testamentary. It's not like his other letters that were written to a particular situation. This is really a bit of a summary, and it's his. It's like his theological last will and testament. It's it's the summation of what um, what he thought uh, and where he landed in terms of his relationship to God through Christ. Now we did acts together a little while ago, and that was um, we we saw the the torturous relationship Paul had to his life, and and just how he. He converted and what that cost him and so on. Romans is where all of that gets summed up. So because it's such a, a great summary, from very early times, it seems it was seen as, as too important to be the possession of one church. And it looks like there were two versions that were translating. One uh, was what we have now, the, the book to the Romans. The other had... Uh, just someone took a pair of scissors to the bit to Rome in chapter one, took that out, shot all the stuff off at the end of the book. That's all the personal readings and stuff addressed to people and and just kept the body of the work. Uh, and that was being distributed as a general letter to the whole church um, of teaching and instruction. So from day one, this letter, as soon as it turned up, people thought this is incredibly special. Now, the style, uh, and this is, I guess, the translators, and my job is to try to make this simpler. Romans is challenging to read. Don't forget that Paul transcribed his, or um, dictated his letters to somebody who wrote them down. Uh, we even know the name of the guy who wrote Romans out. And it's this poor beggar sitting there trying to keep up with Paul, who's pacing up and down in a room, preaching almost, and he's got to try to get it down. So sentences run into each other, ideas run into each other. The, the grammar is, is challenging at many, many points. Uh, that's just because of the way he wrote it. The central concern of Romans is righteousness, getting into a right relationship with God. It contrasts with the core theme of the Gospels, which is expressed as the kingdom of God. So it's two sides of one coin. But Romans is getting much, much more into our experience of the kingdom of God and, and the righteousness of God that comes to us. So a different emphasis to the Gospels is 
very marked differences, but this is a supreme statement of the gospel for all that. There's a sub-theme around the, the nation of Israel and the Jewish faith. Paul dies a Pharisee. He's a Jew. Uh, he's a rabbi, and that never goes away for him, even though he's the man who establishes the church as a Gentile movement. For himself, he's a Jew. And so this whole thing of what do we do with the Jews is such a challenge. He, he knows that it was through the Jewish people that we got the covenants with God and the knowledge of God in the first place. And now Jesus has come. The Jewish people reject him. Yeah. What do we do with that? And so that's a strong sub-theme that keeps coming through in this letter. In this, in these, in this letter. Now, I want to read from Romans chapter 15, um, which is really uh, fascinating and something I think a lot of people don't know about Paul's life. Romans 15, verse 22. That's why on many occasions I found the way to come to you blocked. But now, since I no longer have a sphere for work in these areas, and since for many years back I've had a great desire to come to you, when I shall go to Spain, I hope to see you on my way through. And I hope, after I first enjoyed your company for a while, to be sped on my way by you. At the moment... I'm on my way to Jerusalem to render some service to God's dedicated people there. For Macedonia and Greece resolved to make a contribution to the poor among God's saints in Jerusalem. For that was their resolve, and indeed they owe a debt to them. For if the Gentiles received a share in spiritual blessings, I also owe a debt to render service to them in material things. When I've completed this business, and when I've duly delivered the gifts to them intact, I will leave for Spain by way of you. I know that when I do come to you, I'll come bringing a full blessing from Christ. Brothers, I call upon you by the Lord Jesus Christ, by the love of the Spirit, to strive along with me in prayer to God for me. For I need your prayers that I may be rescued from those in Jerusalem who do not believe. And the help that I'm bringing to Jerusalem may prove acceptable to God's dedicated people there. I want you to pray that by God's will, I may come to you with joy and enjoy a time of rest with you. This is written about 58 AD. Remember when we were doing Acts, how Paul took that collection to go to Jerusalem? Well, he's about to leave on that trip and he writes Romans. Um, he knows that last part of it, that this trip is very dangerous. Well, it turned out to be far more dangerous than he ever thought. It ultimately cost him his life. Um, so, so that's sort of the, the timing setting for this. But the really interesting stuff was, I'm wanting to get to Spain and I'll stop off with you on my way there. Now, most of us have this view that Paul always wanted to preach in Rome. He did. No question, he says that right, right, right there. You know, for so long, I've wanted to come to you. But his goal was to get to Spain. We think of Paul's last missionary trip as finishing gloriously in Rome. Mm. That wasn't his idea at all. He was trying to get to Spain. Now, Spain was rising in the Roman Empire as an incredible center of culture, um, intellectual pursuits, so on. Seneca, uh, who became prime minister of the empire, tutored Nero. 
he was a Spaniard. There are all sorts of other luminaries in the Roman Empire that were Spaniards. And I think in Paul's mind was this idea, man, if we could plant the gospel in Spain, man, we could make a difference to this empire. So he wants to be in Rome, wants to be at the heart of the action. He wants to be in Spain where the real influence could come. This is like, I want to take over Silicon Valley for the gospel. You know, this is where the this is where the real influence is. So Paul's plan was Spain, not Rome. He dies in Rome, beheaded under order of the Caesar. It's in Jerusalem that he, um, you know, he has to plead to go to Caesar because he's going to die if he doesn't. So he gets as far as Rome, but he dies a man thwarted, a man who had more vision than he had years. Like so many of the biblical heroes, they died looking forward, not having received the full inheritance that they wanted in this life. They were, they were waiting and looking for something bigger and better. Now, that's an abuse of the Hebrews passage for those who know what I'm talking about. But that's the, that's the idea. These Bible heroes, they had so much to do. They had so much vision. And Paul is one of them. He doesn't finish what he would like to finish in his life. But boy, did he leave a, did he leave a, a thing for us when he left us the book of Romans. That's enough for today. Let's come to God. Let's pray. Father, we have gotten to know Paul quite well through the stories in the book of Acts. Now we're going to dig down into his mind and, and to look at his mature thought um, actually approaching the end of his ministry now. He didn't know that, but, but he was. So, Lord, help us to befriend this great brother of ours. Help us to stand under the influence of this arch-apostle. And, Father, help us to be a bit like Paul. Help us to have a constant, ongoing vision of what would be possible. Help us to spend and be spent in your service, always looking for the next adventure to have with Christ. So, Lord, with that, we bring you the daily adventures of today. For most of us, a public, uh, public holiday. <laughs> so maybe not too many adventures, but you never know. So, Lord, we make ourselves available and accessible to you and ask that you take us and use us for your purposes. In Jesus' name. Amen. Bless you. I will post uh, the link to the YouTube um, area for those for whom that's useful. We will cross-post to Fringe. And uh, if you've got friends who can't do Facebook, um, grab the uh, the link and, and flick it to them. It'll be a little while before it's up, a couple of minutes, but we'll get there. God bless. We'll see you in the morning. Thank you for listening to another episode. And please, don't forget to sign up to thebarackcenter.com or thefringechurch.com and help support us so we can reach many more. Thank you again for joining us today. <laughs>